0: I always say like if it feels scary, and sometimes there are, you know, energies that feel like a little bit more sinister than others, but these are just people. They're people and they need help.
1: Hi there. I'm Kelly Tennant. Welcome to Ceremony Wellness, where we integrate modern healing and ancient wisdom. Learn from the most impactful voices in health, wellness, and spiritual development as we guide you through the latest healing remedies and alternatives to the traditional path. I'm here to support you as you break limiting patterns, embrace your wild, and let go of the noise. It's time for us to rise together. This is a conversation I have been dying to have for months. You already heard her on the podcast once before. I did a group conversation when we all decided to have a little girl's trip out in Denver a few months ago, that conversation with Stephanie Don, Elizabeth and Ariel Corey, and today's guest, Emily Green. Emily is a psychic medium, and I have worked with her quite a few times now. And I honestly, you guys know, I see all the healers. I do all the things. This woman is so incredible and so gifted. She has realized her entire life really from a very young age that she had these innate abilities to connect with spirit and to really have beautiful connected conversations with people that have passed over. And she felt spirits around her and she constantly was taking on other people's energy and she was so open and didn't really understand what that meant or how she was feeling until later in life. And so it's been a lifelong journey of understanding her own power, her own gifts to not only help herself, but to help so many people around her. I love our conversations. She brings me so much peace and guidance and She really just cares about showing up for people and being that channel and that place where you can come to her with questions or things that you really don't understand or need clarity on, and she can provide that. So in this conversation, we get all into it. We talk about her abilities, not feeling understood as a child, which was really, really hard for her, how we can communicate with our loved ones who have passed, trusting our own intuition and increasing our own powers, and then at the end... So good. She had to do a mini reading for me and I loved it so much. She is always spot on. I won't tell you all the things that she has told me, but let's just say she's never been wrong. She is very accurate and it's always really fun to hear what's going on in the ethereal world around me. And again, she's just so special and I love having her. So, also so excited because she is offering this just for our listeners you go to emilythemedium.com, book a session with her. By the way, she books out three to four months in advance. So if you want to talk to her, you better get on that list now, but you can use the code Ceremony Wellness at checkout for 15% off. Make sure you get in on that. She's really, really wonderful. You guys will have an incredible session and learn uh, all the tricks of the intuition trade. I don't even know if that makes sense, but we're going to go with it. Also, don't forget, Connor and I have our amazing Realness Retreat coming up in March of 2020. We have been on the phone for the last few weeks and are excited to announce that we have about 14 spots left. So if you have not gotten on the phone with us, head to gettherealness.com slash realness dash retreat. Let's get on a call and talk through any questions you have about plant medicine, what goes down at Soltara in Costa Rica, and how we can support you in this experience of growth and learning more about yourself and what is available to you. All right, let's get to this one with Emily. I'm so excited that you're here. I know. In LA. I'm here. Oh my gosh. This is such a special weekend. Yeah, it really was. You know what's so funny is like, because the last time I saw you was in Colorado when we were in the house with Mm -hmm. Steph and Ariel. Mm -hmm. And it's, I mean, that was the first time I met you, Mm -hmm. which did not feel like that. not at all. To see so many amazing women come together, and we talked about this in the last episode that you were on the group show that we did with the girls. It's such a beautiful thing to experience as an adult this camaraderie and this support and this love Mm -hmm. from so many women that are on the same page that have been through the bullying and the shame and the not feeling good enough and worthy. Yes. To sit in a room, not only at the event with like 150 people, but then last night around the fire, just so connected and supportive. Mm -hmm. What does that feel like for you at this point in your life?
0: It just feels surreal almost. It doesn't feel real. And it was the same thing in Denver. We were saying, you know, this is like, this is incredible. And I think it's just, it's so, it was nothing I ever got to experience and I'm experiencing it now, you know, mm. 10, 15 years later, but
1: it's amazing. Is yeah. it healing for you? Absolutely. Yeah. It's like,
0: this is possible. Mm-hmm. I didn't think this was possible Yeah. before.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I feel that too. It feels healing. It almost feels like my little girl is being healed now. now with every connection I have. Yes. Every time someone cheerleads for me or supports yeah. me, it's like that little girl is getting... Filled that, up. Yes. Yeah. God, that feels
0: so exactly. good. Exactly. Exactly. It's like you're almost time jumping back mm-hmm. to that time and filling the little girl up back then. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think
1: yeah. one of the most special things about you, of course, is your incredible spiritual abilities and connections. <laughs> but the fact that like the time that I've come into your life and gotten to know you, it's so interesting because you're really coming out of the closet yeah. <laughs> as totally. a medium, yeah, and really owning that. Yeah, what has the last year been like for you in that?
0: Yeah, it's been a huge. Yeah, I thought I was out of the closet before. You know,
1: it's like it's like I only just... had one foot out. Yeah, just one foot out. Now I'm fully out.
0: It's it's interesting. You know, I I spent so much of my life trying to conceal it and repress it and keep it in. And now it's so interesting because people are like, "Oh, that's amazing. That's who you are. That's what you do. That's amazing." And for me it's still a little bit like, "Oh yeah. This is safe to be like this for me." Mm. Because I hated it for so long. And I talk about that. It was not the wor- it was not the worst thing. I just didn't know how to manage it, how to handle it. I was talking about this yesterday. I was, you know, for so long I thought I had an anxiety disorder i was really just incredibly psychic and very sensitive but it always manifested as anxiety and you know and because of that and because it was so hard for me to go out and be with people or feel things sense things that that turned into isolation and like wanting to never leave the house and stay in my bed all the time so yeah it's it's amazing it's still it's still a process you know mm-hmm. it's still kind of like i have moments where it's like is it safe for me to be, you know, like this? And, yeah. and still, you know, there's still people who, it's gotten easier though. There's still people who, I have an amazing family. They're very supportive. My grandma like shares all of my stuff. It's so sweet. Aww. She's like, my psychic granddaughter. Aww. She's so cute. So
1: they're super supportive. So it's it's good. But
0: yeah, for me, it's, it's liberating. It's like I get to be myself.
1: Yeah. I get to be me. When you say it felt like anxiety, can you explain that more? Yes. So for me it was
0: it was always like I had this low grade sort of anxiety and it would get worse. I always had a low grade kind of running anxiety, but it would get worse when I specifically when I was in the presence of someone let's say who was experiencing something in their life. Like I've told this story a lot where I walked into my third grade classroom and was like immediately like, oh, something's really not... She's really struggling. The teacher's really struggling. And went up to her and kind of was like, what's up? Like, what's wrong? Like, was trying to have a little, you know, session with her to see if I could make her feel better. and And it was like, if I didn't express it, if I didn't either talk to the person or, you know, say, hey, are you okay? Or try and help them kind of move the energy, then I just kept it all with me. Hmm. So I never said anything because hmm. I didn't know what it was. So I kept it all with me all the time. Wow. Yeah. So it was like, and that's everyone in a room, like whether that's a high school cafeteria or you know a college uh, lecture hall or whatever it was. Yeah.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I feel that, but I've only experienced that as an adult, like, I guess, as far as I know. I can't imagine being a third grader, having that kind of awareness, mm-hmm. knowing something is off and then holding that within. Yeah. Yeah. That's really scary. Yeah.
0: I never knew what was going on and neither did anyone around me. They just thought like, oh my God, something's wrong with her.
1: So like you would tell your parents, like, I feel this thing and they were like, you have anxiety? Yeah. Oh my
0: yeah. gosh. Yeah.
1: So do you feel like that contributes to just feeling so misunderstood? Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Because it's like, that's that's not what it ever was. Mm. Ever. You know, I mean, maybe a little bit. Right. Maybe a little bit. But that really, my whole experience was energy. Psychic sensitivity. Which I think so many people, to be honest, I think everybody experiences that on some mm. level. And I was just, I was talking to one of the girls last night. And she was like, oh, all of a sudden I don't feel well. And I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, that's not. That might not be yours. Just take a second. And she's like, Oh my God, you're right. I just removed myself from this situation and now I feel better. You know, so I think so many of us actually, yeah, experience that on some level where we are, we're so much more sensory aware and energetically aware than we even maybe realize. Mm -hmm. And people are always like, Oh, you know, but I'm not a, you know, I'm not like a, I'm not intuitive like you or I'm not psychic like you or I'm not sensitive like you. I'm like, Hey, 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 like, hold on. You know, that's one thing that I always make sure I correct because I'm like, that's not that's not true absolutely you are. You know, mm-hmm. I've just taken the time like I you know, I've taken the time to kind of learn okay, this is what that is when that comes in. This is, you know, a spirit energy yeah. or this is someone's physical ailment that they're experiencing that you're feeling or this is someone's emotional body that you're experiencing or you know, a mental kind of thought pattern that they have that you're actually kind of paralleling on. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think everybody experiences that and it's just a matter of awareness of like, oh, okay, I walked into this room and I was feeling okay. And then all of a sudden, you know, I started feeling shaky or my heart started to beat really, really fast. It's a sensory awareness. We're so much more sensory aware, especially, you know, as in this generation, but all the kids who are coming in right now, oh my God, they're amazing. Mm. They're so... Intuitive, they're so sensitive, they're like coming out of the womb and they're like, save the oceans, you know?
1: Like, stop. what is that? Is that because that's what the world needs and that's where we are collectively?
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: And like these spirit babies know, like, when it's time to come because this is what the world needs, like exactly. to shift the consciousness. Exactly. God.
0: Yeah. So they're like incarnating like crazy right now. This is why I'm so many people are feeling like, are like I never thought I would want more kids. And now here I am having like a third one. Mm-hmm. I hear that all the time. Or I never thought I would ever have children. And now here I am. And, and I'm, now I'm having kids because these spirit babies, these children who are waiting, this is something I talk about a lot. I'm fascinated by it. Mm-hmm. Something I love right now is that they are desperate. They're desperate to get here because they can see what's happening. Wow. They can see what's going on. And they're like, we can't go on like this. Like, I need to change this. And they'll come with a very specific idea of what they're here to do, whether that's climate change or gun violence or whatever it is. They're here to stand up to that and work with that. Or, you know, yeah, it's incredible.
1: So you, I'm not going to say her name. She's listening to this. I know that. So she'll know that I'm talking about her. But you work with one of my dearest friends. Yes. And you told her when you worked with her a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. that there was, there was this third baby. She already has two kids. Yep. And there was a third baby that's like waiting mm-hmm. and that she would know and get signs. Yep. Um, and I think you even said to her, your children will give you the signs. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, yeah. her daughter came to her and was like touching her belly and saying, mommy, there's a baby there. Mm-hmm. And talking about wanting a sibling Yep. And I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. <laughs> and she calls me, and she's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, <laughs> it was so amazing. Yeah. But I, it, it speaks to what you're talking about. It's like mm-hmm. these babies are there yeah. and they're waiting, and there's knowing, and there's also the signs that you talk about mm-hmm. the the communication, mm-hmm. the way these spirits speak through other people to us. And mm-hmm. you know, the joke's always like, "I'm w- I'm waiting for a sign," or "When I see a sign, I'll know." Yep. It's so clear Yeah, if you are ready for it yeah. and open to it. Yes. And that's what her thing was. She was. It wasn't even really on her radar. Yeah. And then now it's like, it's there. Yes. Yep. I don't even know how to ask a question around yeah. that. But just like the communication and the spirit and all of that, like, mm. can you just speak to that? Yeah,
0: absolutely. It was mostly because why that happened in her situation is because she acknowledged that, Acknowledge mm. that that they were there. Mm. And so now they can see her kind of trying to make the decision whether she's going to, you know, go ahead or not. And and they, obviously they want to come here. So they're influencing everyone that they can. I talk about this. They're The, the spirit babies is influencing people like the siblings, you yeah. know, like whether that's, you know, whatever, whatever child is there, they'll influence the siblings. They'll influence the spouse. Mm-hmm. And see, you know, if this is like their spouse was never like, oh, I don't want to have more kids. And now he's like, no, I'm kind of thinking about, about having that. So, basically how it works is into my in my experience and my understanding is the souls of children choose the parents choose the parents based on how they will best support their um, life experience and the things that they'll go through and their specific life mission now it's a tricky thing because they there's a contract that's made before we come here when we're before we incarnate before we get here and then yeah. there's you know there's a usually 25, 30 kind of year time period until we start thinking about having children. Mm-hmm. And so the big thing is, is that when I always talk about this, is that the spirit babies are up here kind of going, hey, we made it, a, you know, we had an agreement and we're ready to, you know, we're ready to come. And this is the time that we agreed that I was going to come in. Mm-hmm. And um and so, you know, and, and they are looking for any way to to, to get here. So if, if we decide, we always have choice. We always have, you know, we have, we have a decision. We have a choice. And for some People, I tell them, you know, it's pretty much like in your destiny that you will have two children, but then then I'll say, but there's a potential, there's actually, you know, there's a potential for three Mm. or potential for four because they're just seeing you as a vessel um, and they're seeing how you're parenting the children that you have now mm. and they're like oh I like that I like the way that they're working with them or I like the way how sensitive they are I like how attentive they are as a parent and so they'll they'll, they'll want to come in so it's it's a it's an interesting process I work with people who are trying to conceive I work with people who um, are having trouble conceiving I work with people who have had um, miscarriages in the past and they're looking to kind of heal from that or hear hear from the spirit of that child who, who miscarried, that soul of that child who miscarried. Um, I work with people who are currently pregnant, which is really fun because you get to kind of get a feel for the personality of the <laughs> baby that they're about to have. And they'll usually give some sort of detail about, okay, this is what the birth's going to be like. And hey, heads up, you know, you're going to have this, this, and you might have a little bit of issue with this, or this is going to be really easy. So mm. it's so easy to communicate with them. And it really is. Mm. It's so, They're so easy to communicate with. They're so willing to communicate. Yeah. So I'll often give people like little tips and tricks of, okay, here's how you can connect with the children that you are supposed to have, or the children that you're currently carrying, or um, yeah, it's it's so fun. So there's so that's much, so cool. there's so much there, and it's just you know something that I think everybody in sort of if you're you know giving in a spiritual space or you're giving any kind of reading, I find that a lot of people have different kind of areas where they gravitate towards. Like I know some amazing animal communicators, and that's their jam. They mm. love that. Or you know, people who do. Akashic Record readings and things like that. And for me, it's Spirit Babies. I just love it. That's so
1: cool. I love it. Well, so the last time I think I worked with you, or maybe it was the time before that, earlier this year, Mm -hmm. you saw my grandmother, Mm -hmm. who uh, we didn't talk at all about during the reading, which was, this was the coolest thing ever. I called my mom right after. I was sobbing. I was like, oh my God. So my grandmother, who I was very close with, Mm -hmm. and you, you emailed me. You were like, I'm going to send you whatever I see after we're done. Mm-hmm. And you said, there's a woman coming forward and her name is Mary or Maria. Mm-hmm. And she has the, your spirit baby that's like in your energy, yeah. ready to come. And it's a little boy. Yeah. And he's at her feet and she wants you to know she's like taking care of him until he's ready to come to you. Yes. You didn't know I had a grandmother that passed away mm-hmm. and you didn't know her name. Yeah. And she goes by both Mary and Maria. Yeah. So amazing. I lost my shit. <laughs> and the fact that she was so clearly taking care of yep. this baby mm-hmm. that was just like waiting to come. Yeah. It was such an amazing feeling. Yeah. And I i mean, this is, I knew you were talented already, mm-hmm. but when you did that, mm-hmm. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Because there's no other way you would know that. Mm -hmm. And it was so beautiful and it gave me such peace of mind Mm -hmm. knowing that someone who is not here in the physical realm and one of the hardest things for me when she passed away was that I knew that she would never like meet my children or hold them. And that's like a hard thing to think about, you know, when someone you love so much. And so I was like, oh no, it's okay though because she is holding that baby and with them and taking care of them. And that just feels so good. And I think that's so much of what you do too is Mm -hmm. there's such a sense of peace that you can bring Mm -hmm. and this knowing. And I think sometimes we we struggle tapping into that ourselves because there's so many blocks Mm -hmm. and you clear that channel Mm -hmm. so that we can have that connection again. It's so beautiful. It's my favorite
0: part of what Mm -hmm. I do. Just seeing people be like, oh my God. Yeah, and have the peace. You can feel it. It's immediate. It's almost like, oh, there it is. And they have that's just instant. And that's really common too. Where, um, just for anybody listening, and if if you've ever wondered about that's a huge question that I get when I'm giving mediumship readings. Is people say, okay, well, I have these, you know, these two children. Even if they don't ask this, usually it's one of the things that I'll say. If this is a parent or a grandparent or you know a sibling or whatever it is, yes, they know your children, Mm -hmm. and they've met them, even if they if they passed before your children got here. Mm They were having the whole party up there. And oftentimes, the the loved one on the other side will actually help to help the child who's coming in with their incarnation process. Mm. It's almost like they're dropping them off at the energetic universal kind of school bus and they're getting them ready. So they're not doing it by themselves. Wow. Yeah, I've seen that image before. It's beautiful where a loved one came forward with this little girl and was like dropping her off at the, oh, goosebumps, dropping her off at the school bus for, and she was coming in. She's about to be conceived for her incarnation.
1: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious. Um, I don't think we've ever talked about this. Mm-hmm. I had this experience with this woman. She is so incredible. She can scan your body. Yes. And see everything. Mm-hmm. Like see what you've eaten. See every uh, injury you've ever had. Anything yeah. that's wrong with any organ. Mm-hmm. She's this Chinese healer. She speaks no English. She has a translator. It's the coolest thing ever. But she also is tapped in almost like a medium um, talking to spirits mm-hmm. and she can see the, the spirits around you. Yep. She can clear neg- uh, negative entities or mm-hmm. darkness from your energy. Mm-hmm. So cool. But what she saw was that I had a relative that had passed away mm-hmm. that wasn't able to cross over. Mm-hmm. And so we had to do this whole process. Um, yeah process yeah. of me helping him Mm -hmm. cross over. And I had never, I didn't know that was a real thing. Mm -hmm. You know, you hear that on like shows and stuff. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. But it was real. And he was caught in like this limbo because he was holding on and he was angry about some things that had happened with the family. And so I went through the process of, and he was angry at me. Mm. And so it was the process of letting him go and we had to burn this big flag and write his name and say these prayers Mm -hmm. and, and this whole Chinese tradition of clearing. Yeah. What does that mean when someone's not able to cross over? Mm-hmm. And how, how do we know? Yep. And is there a way? I mean, not everyone's going to go see a Chinese sealer that can scan you. So yes. is there a way to like help in that process? Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Mostly it is, you know, when, when we lose someone... Family member or a friend, especially if it's sudden. Not all the time. I do find that this is more common in something that's sudden or quick passing, where they don't necessarily have time to, you know, say goodbye or get things together, or maybe there was a will and that was divvied up or things like that. Like the reason that that happens is because there's something unresolved, Mm. whether that's an emotional thing that hasn't been resolved in their life or in their experience or with their family or with their friends or whether that's an actual physical thing that hasn't been resolved. Like they have this car, this car that they love. This has happened before. Oh, wow. This car, this truck that they loved and the family still on earth didn't know what to do with the car. Mm. They weren't sure if they should sell it or if they were going to give it to another member of the family and they thought that maybe he would want to, you know. So... Um, he waited around to see what was going to happen with the car and see if he could influence the family with the car. So that happens a lot. It's usually with things that are unresolved. So what I say, what I would say to that is, if there is something, you know, something that you you know, or you, you and your family members know that this is not something that we had, time or a chance to find resolution on with this person, let's just say it was an argument um, that was not resolved by the time the person passed, then I actually say you can have that conversation with them and say the things that either you needed to say or you know that they needed to hear mm-hmm. and you can actually just you know have that like a verbal conversation for yourself or bring your family together and actually ha- they would love that like if you know if this was a fight and they brought all of the members who were kind of involved in the fight together mm-hmm. to sort of resolve whatever was happening and they they that's that's what that's what they would need in order to as long as and they will wait around until that's resolved and if you think of it sometimes that can take 20 30 40 years for families to resolve some of these wow. things you know, so um, it's just, it's, it's, but it's hard because grief is hard. It's heavy. And sometimes, you know, we, yeah, we, 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 we get kind of caught in the grief cloud and, and it's not something that we're thinking about. How can I resolve this thing or mm-hmm. what we, you know, we're, we're, we're so consumed by grief that it feels impossible to do that. Yeah. So that's what I would say. Is just that the things that are left unsaid, or the things that need to be reconciled. That's how you can kind of help your loved ones who may be sort of stuck in a in between place and in, in a transition. That's only happened a couple times. Mm. It's not that common. I don't I don't see it a ton. Usually, even with things that are traumatic, um, you know, it doesn't happen a lot. Even if this is if this is you know sudden sort of passing of of, of suicide or, or or things like that. You don't see, yeah, I don't see that a ton. It's, uh, it's quite, quite uncommon because usually they are met with other family members or angels or guides or guardians and things like that who will help them kind of in the process and help them re- resolve things. But sometimes that can't be done unless it's with the family. So. Yeah.
1: So for people that have never experienced having a conversation... Mm-hmm with someone who has passed. And I know you teach on this. Mm -hmm. What's your course called that you were doing? The intuitive? Mastery. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So you're teaching people how to do this. Yeah. Yeah. What are like some of the key points that people can can take away mm-hmm. and implement into their lives so they mm. can start, you know, initiating those conversations yeah. or feeling more comfortable in that?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so what I would say is there's a couple different ways that we can we can communicate. Let's say that someone is looking to kind of open up more of a communication with a loved one because the fact is is that our loved ones are always communicating with us. This is one thing I talk about a lot is that, you know, just even in those little subtle, they're always looking for ways where, okay, can I drop her a sign right here? Yes, I'm going to make a car emerge in front of her with a number on it and then she can recognize that number mm-hmm. or um, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to send her to this specific coffee shop and the person who's going to be serving her at this coffee shop has the name, their name, the name of the loved one who's mm. passed and that'll give them like a little bit of sunshine that they needed on a certain day. So what I would say, you know, they're always trying to communicate with us. So really if we're looking to to have a conversation with a loved one or, you know, open that up, is first of all, just noticing the little moments day to day where they may be trying to communicate with you. Maybe their favorite song was, you know, by the Beatles and you're driving in your car and a Beatles song comes on. And you don't even have it on that playlist. Like that's a little communication. Mm-hmm. So it's just, and the thing is, is a lot of people write that off as like, oh, that's just, you know, just a coincidence or that's just random or why did that happen? That's kind of funny is when we start paying attention and realizing that those little coincidences are not that at all. That Mm. those are little pieces of communication. And when we stop writing that off, those little pieces of communication get stronger and stronger and stronger. So it might feel a little bit... I know for me, I was like, there's no way. You know, sometimes I'm like, there's no way that could be a sign. I catch myself. I'm like, of course it is. You know, of course that's a little piece of communication. So that's what I would say is just starting to be more aware. And I do tell people too, you can ask for signs. Like say, send me, I've asked for the weirdest signs. I'm like, <laughs> send send me a yellow monkey, like riding a green car, you know, and they'll find a way to, to send you that sign. Um, it take, might take them a little bit of time. Yeah. It takes them a little bit of time sometimes. They're like, really I'm Emily? Like, yeah, I'm like, take your time
1: with that one. <laughs> I know that's a little bit, you know, that's
0: a little hard. Um, But, but you can ask, you know, you can ask for, and it's the most gratifying, amazing feeling when you've asked for something and you see it show up. It's like, whoa, Mm. that was crazy. So asking for signs is a big one. You know, the time between when we are falling, when we're kind of like right in that in between, when we're about to fall asleep, that's a really beautiful time to connect with, um, with family members, with loved ones, things like that. So you can just, as you're kind of getting into bed, you can have the intention in this kind of in-between time before I'm about to sort of cross over into into sleep. um, I'm open for communication. Mm. And it's really easy for them to get to you at that time because our Mind is off for the most part. You know, our ego is kind of quiet. We might just be, yeah, we're right in that in between. So that's a really beautiful time to connect, to communicate with them. What else? Science is a big one. Just sitting and like just sitting and kind of welcoming them into your space. Mm. Um, I always just say like, welcome them into your aura. Almost as if you're like welcoming someone into your home. Mm. You know, we have this auric field and we can we can start to kind of feel people come in and out. This is one of the things that I talk about in that program too, is we can actually. I've gotten to the point where I can pinpoint the exact millisecond that I have a, a loved one or multiple loved ones or multiple spirits kind of come into my space. It's like, oh, okay, someone's here. They came in on the right. It's a male energy, you know. They pass. What does that feel like? Oh, it's crazy. It, again, again, this was something that I before I knew how to separate it
1: mm-hmm.
0: and play with it. So that's a big thing that I that I tell people, here's how you can separate energy. Mm. Okay, so you just felt this person come in. Okay, or your heart just started beating fast. Okay, hold on a second. Let's pull that back. Pull that back and and, separate this apart. Now, what does the energy feel like, male or female? Usually it's immediate male. It's totally a masculine energy. Okay, great. How old do they feel like they are? Mm, In their mid-40s, perfect. Is there any kind of feelings in the body that you can experience? Yeah, my chest hurts, perfect. Now go into that. Is it the heart or the lungs? The lungs, did they, you know, why? Why the lungs? Was it cancer? Was it smoking? Was it, you know, things like that. And you can go and you just have to p- separate each thing. So that's how I kind of work with people who I mentor in
1: Mediumship. Yeah. Is
0: I just say, let's pick it apart. What's the energy? Okay, you feel an energy. Fantastic. What is it? And then we go from there.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. Okay, but when you're doing that, yeah. how hard is it for you to decipher your human ego mm-hmm. mind of like, I'm going to create a story. Yeah. Versus this is this is the message being you know given to me yep. and this is actually what they're saying. Yeah. It
0: takes practice. Yeah. It does. It takes practice because there's an amalgamation of those two things mm-hmm. and they just kind of blend together. And that's a big thing that people work through. It's like, oh, that's not just my imagination. Am I just making that up? I'm like, no, 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 no. Because the spirit actually, this is one thing that one of my first mentors ever told me is, is loved ones and spirit actually communicate through the imagination. They use their imagination imagination as a channel mm. um, they, so, so it's not something that we can just we, that we just write off or just say oh that's silly um, you know or we're just making that up imagination is actually a tool for um, communication with the with the spirit world so but it is you know there you'll notice the there's a there's a difference in the thought pattern of the communication between just the mind and an actual kind of um, loved one or, or a person and it's it's mostly, it takes a lot of awareness of what your kind of thought patterns sound like or what that sort of chatter sounds like. And then you can sort of, okay, that sounds a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Or it couldn't even just be like tone of voice or the um, the energy of the communication. Like the mind is kind of monotonous and, you know, dry. And it's just like, whoa, you know, it's just steady state. Yeah. Whereas the the spirit world often communicates with a lot of emotion, with a lot of color and emotion, and it's very embodied. Mm. Um. So that would, I would say is the main difference, but it does take practice to separate the two. You yeah. have to kind of catalog and go, okay, that felt like a just a mind thought, or that was actually a piece of spirit communication, or just a you know psychic communication with guides or whatever, yeah, so it takes time
1: so something that was happening for me i I started channeling, yeah, like one day just started channeling, and yeah. then my guides were i mean I fully felt them with me, yeah. and I had two, and then all of a sudden this other like woman comes in, yep, and so. The first two would come in on the right side and talk into my right ear. Yep. And then I would I would just like journal and I was channeling their messages to me. And it was almost like I was writing notes from them to me. Yes. And I wouldn't even know what was happening until it was over. And then I would look at it and yeah. it was the most profound, yep. incredible like advice. This is what you're doing. Reassurance. Like we've got you. We're laying out the path. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is I needed to hear. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, this other woman comes in and it happened one day when I was laying on the couch, yeah. like really trying to just kind of ground and tap in. And yeah. she she came in and she was holding my head. It was this wow. motherly feminine energy that yeah. I really needed. Yeah. And then she started talking to my left ear mm-hmm. and I had never had that. And I was left? like, what is yeah. happening? It was so cool. Yeah. So I did that for about a month mm-hmm. and I went I went so deep spiritually, yeah. it was it was too much. Yeah. Like Connor and I got in a huge fight mm. because I was microdosing ayahuasca. Mm. I was channeling every day. Yeah. I was leaving my body every morning. Yeah. I was constantly having downloads and talking to people. And yeah. he was like. What are you doing? You're never here. You're yeah. not present. Yep. Like you're crying constantly. You're like not having a human experience mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. And I was so overwhelmed. I felt like I was like falling down a waterfall. Yep. And it was so nuts. So then I scaled back. Yes. And now I don't channel. Mm. Like it happened a little bit the other day when I was journaling. Yep. But I feel like I energetically shut it down because it was like, "Okay, guys, this was great for a month, but I am so fucking overwhelmed like I can't handle this anymore yes what like I don't know, maybe you can feel this, but yeah, like what what do you what mm-hmm. do I do now? How do I like, reopen that mm-hmm. up do i do I need to ask for it? Yeah,
0: yeah, it's that's that's a really good point because it's that's we are here to have a human experience. Mm-hmm. you know we are here to experience the multitude of different human emotions and struggles and experiences and, and things like that. So it's a balance between staying in the body and staying grounded and it's something that I have really, really really, really, really worked on. Mm. you know, my main goal is to be, Still able to have a human conversation while able to, you know, to have a conversation up here too and kind of merge the two and still seem somewhat down to earth. Yeah. Um, It's really important to me because so what I would say to that is. We will go through phases where it's stronger. Or we're channeling more. Or we're having more communication um, and things like that. But it's it's like finding what's sustainable. What is sustainable for me? How do I communicate on it on a day to day basis? What's sustainable? Whether that's just sitting down and doing ten minutes. That was automatic writing. What you're doing, which is yeah, brilliant. And then yeah. you look back and you're like,
1: Whoa! Did yes, I write that seriously?
0: And your writing looks different. Yeah. and everything. Yeah. I'm like, These
1: are not my words. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, I would, My, I don't think like that. No. Yeah. So yeah. So it's it's fine. You kind of find a finding a place of, of sustainability, what I do is, you know, what it sounds like with you is that you are so open. Mm-hmm. You are so open. And you have been your whole life. Yes. This is, you have been your whole life. And so when, you know, and you kind of closed it and opened it, like sort of, you know, at different points when mm-hmm. you needed it. And when you had that experience, when, when, that, when that was happening it was like, they were like, oh my God, she's open. Like, and just bringing everything through you and you were feeling everything. Almost like you were just like all of your centers, all of your energy centers, your crown, everything was wide, 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 wide open. So they're just using you as kind of like, you know, a communication not only for yourself, but I'm sure at that time that you were communicating and channeling oh, for yeah. other people too. Yeah. I can feel that.
1: For Connor, and yeah. I think it was scaring him a little bit. Right? <laughs> He's like, you're <laughs> seeing me too much. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
0: So what, you, what I do is I have this time that I that I call kind of sitting with spirit and it's essentially 20 minutes in the morning and that's that's the chance where I either connect with myself or, um, you know, or I just kind of channel or let that information through or let my guides kind of have an open forum communication through me. Mm. And then I say, this is the time where, you know, we're here from eight till 830. And this is it. And then when I'm done, I'm going to, it's a little different for me because I spend the whole day pretty much open yeah. and then I close down. But, you know, but then I'm going to go have my my, my human experience now. Mm. And, and during that time, you know, you might still pop in or give me little messages throughout the day, but not if, full blown open kind of, you know, you're kind of I use this I use this with myself actually where at the end of the day when I'm done communicating, I have this, I kind of visualize my guides like closing this gate Ooh. and I put like a close sign and I say reopen at, you know, 10 a.m. or eleven AM.
1: It's like the do not disturb yeah, on your phone exactly. For spirit for spirit people. <laughs>
0: and they respect it. They're like, okay, cool. I'll be back like at 10 that. a.m. See you then. Yeah. So um that's how that's how I've worked with it to make it more sustainable in my life so that I'm not Because the thing is, is the world is so, you know, if you were opening up like that in the morning and then going out in the world, Mm -hmm. you are feeling everything. Everything.
1: Yeah. I was a disaster. I literally could not stop crying. Yeah.
0: Because you're just transmuting energy Mm -hmm. for all the people like in the coffee shop, at the grocery store, at the beach, like transmute, 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 transmute. You're taking it all on. Yeah, It's a lot. So we have to, you know, we can kind of have our our open time. Mm-hmm. And then when we're, you know, we're going not that we're totally closing down. But that's what I say to people too. They're like, are, you know, are you sensing like spirit energy all the time? I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't know what I would do. It would be way too overwhelming. You know, going as I have to kind of create that boundary. And that's the thing too. You just say creating a boundary with the spirit world or creating the communication with your guides and say, okay, I'm ready to communicate now. Mm -hmm. I'm ready for you to bring a message through for me now. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, and now I'm actually going out to, you know, be with my boyfriend and like have, you know, a date day. And Mm -hmm. then I'm just going to enjoy that and be in my body and experience that experience. Mm -hmm.
1: So this brings me to like when you're talking to spirit, when we were in Colorado at the yeah. house, in our haunted house. Yes, yeah, so haunted. <laughs> I mean, I literally, you, me, Steph, and Ariel, how could we be in a house that's not no. like full of spirit? We're just bringing it all. Specifically yeah. this one Native American oh, gentleman. <laughs> so intense. <laughs> that yeah. did not let you sleep no. for the whole weekend. I'm so exhausted. I slept for like a week after oh that. Oh my God. Yeah. So I had kind of talked to spirits before when I had engaged in their energy and known that I guess I kind of intuitively knew and I dated this guy when I was like 21 and he's an energy healer mm-hmm. and does a lot of Reiki and mm-hmm. we had been on a walk one day and then I went home to my parents and he called me and he said, hey, how are you feeling? Mm-hmm. And I said, that's really weird that you're calling and asked me that because I feel awful. Yeah. He's like, well, I didn't want to freak you out because mm-hmm. i was still very new to this space. Yeah. It's like, but um, an entity jumped into your body. Mm-hmm. And I watched it when we were on our walk. Mm-hmm. And I feel that you are sick because of this person yeah. or this spirit. And so he taught me how to ask them to leave mm-hmm. and be very like stern yeah. and um, yep. and straightforward. Not mean, not like, get the fuck out. Yeah. But like, this is not a place for you. Yep. You need to go. Yep. And I did it and my headache immediately went, went away, away and my body felt fine. Yes. So then when we were in the house, Mm -hmm. this spirit, I could feel him. He would be at the door of my room and you were staying in the room next to me. He would be at the door of my room and I would just ask him very sternly, like, please do not come in here. Do not mess with me because mm-hmm. the first night he yeah. was shaking the bed yes and touching my feet. Yep. And it woke me up. And we all woke up at like three. The same time. Yeah. He was with all of us. Yeah. And so the next night I was very clear yep. boundaries, you cannot come in here. If mm-hmm. you want to stand at the door, that's fine, but you can't enter. Yes. He didn't come in the rest of the time. Yep. And you were like talking to him and he was talking to you and mm-hmm. keeping you up. Mm-hmm how does that communication go? Yeah. <laughs> so you think got great boundaries. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm trying. You're like, Well, I realize I'm very powerful yes. and very connected. Yep. And I think being with you has, mm-hmm. and Steph too, yeah. she amplifies me like no other. Yeah. But being with you too, I'm like learning a lot of that even without talking about it. Yes. It's just like this knowing. Yep. This yeah. is what it's like.
0: This is what mm-hmm. it feels like for me to set this. Yeah. So even, and I think it's, because it's like sometimes I'm like, yeah, come and we'll communicate. And sometimes I'm like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. So there is a bit, the boundaries are huge and usually they will, they'll respect that. Um, but again, if they have an important message or there's something unresolved that they're kind of experiencing because you know, whenever there's a spirit and energy lingering in the house, that's not normal. Mm. They're not supposed to be there. Oh. Yeah,
1: they're not. They're not. they they're
0: they're not. They're not meant to like be in houses. They they'll get stuck there because there's still something unresolved. And oftentimes they will hang out on the land or the property where they lived or they were attached to when they were here on earth. So, um, so he, you were able to like to shut him out, but he he was like he saw me as an oper- as a chance to cross him over, mm. which I have done before. I've crossed people through over in houses. They've been stuck there for forever. I'm like, okay, what's your problem? What's keeping you stuck here? Oh, well, my, uh, you know, I'm just trying to think of an example of an example of one time Uh, My daughter sold the house, and I didn't want her to. Okay, so okay, so let's go. You know, to the energy of your daughter, and let's you know, let's kind of pretend like she's apologizing to you, and you're, you know. So it's like they need help Mm -hmm. because they can't realize that they're that they're stuck or things like that. So, yeah, it's um, they're I always say like if you know if, if it feels scary, and sometimes there are you know energies that feel like a little bit more sinister than others, but these are just people. They're people, and they need help. Mm-hmm. and so you know I'm a I'm a helper and I just want to help everyone yes. you know so um but uh it's it's like okay what is the energetic kind of investment for you to help you know for me to help you cross over here um it was it was a lot with that guy it was a little too much It was uh, crazy yeah, I couldn't help him he was like he had too much too much too much attachment still to to this so yeah it's it's boundaries though you just say that if you feel mm-hmm. something it's like no, you you know, you can't come in here being stern, really firm. Um, you know, sometimes they'll throw in the odd fuck you kind of like or mm-hmm. fuck off. Like mm-hmm. just, you know, this is, you know, and, yeah. and they'll if they need a little bit of extra, some people are like, yep, no problem. Some people are like, well, oh, what can I just?
1: So yeah, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. And even Connor and I, there's a, it's there's a place called the ghost town here yes. that our friends own and um, everything is like over a hundred years old. Mm-hmm. And Thousands of people died or were killed yeah. in this ghost town on this mountain, and mm-hmm. so we knew going up that it was haunted. Yeah. Every structure that's left, um, house, shed, anything, mm-hmm. has spirits in it. Yep. And except for one house, and it was the house we stayed in. Yes, so I walked into the house we stayed in, and it was clear energy. Like yep. I've, I know even the house that we just bought in Colorado. Yep. I asked my intention going in was one, the house that we are meant to buy Mm -hmm. will be clear and free and it will be such a knowing and calm, peaceful thing. Beautiful. And the houses we're not meant to be in, I will just like have a feeling. Yep. And the house we bought is 128 years old. Wow. There is no energy in there. Brilliant. Like it is completely clear. Beautiful. But in the ghost town there's an old hotel Mm. and in the back is a poker room Mm -hmm. and multiple people were shot and killed. And you can see the bullet holes in the wall still and the blood stains on the floor. Crazy. I could not walk in the room. It was like... So heavy. It felt like a wall was there. Like I would have to actually walk through a wall to get in. That's how like heavy and dark the energy was. Connor felt it too. And he doesn't like to admit that he is the spiritual and (laughs) woo-woo, but let me tell you people He is. is. He walked in anyway, and he felt like it was so dark and heavy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't even go in there. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Yep. But like yep. my body knows yep. now. Oh, yeah. It's like a, it has a, a meter. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And everyone does. Yeah. You know, we do. We all have these meters. And it's just real. Like you are aware and you're like, oh, that there's something in here. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's what's making me, you know, that heavy energy. But I can't tell you how many times I've seen people walk in. Oh, I feel not good when I'm in this space, it's like, okay, well, why, yeah, you know, or people who have just moved to a home. I just knew um one of my clients who just moved to Texas, her and her whole family they moved from Ohio to Texas into this house. It was new brand new, like beautiful on um, like gorgeous, so like nice everything, but it was filled filled with with spirit energy. And she's mm-hmm. like, "I don't understand it's a new house, you know wh- wh- what's this all about so that's you know that's the thing if you've had experiences where what I would say to people who've had experiences where they, you know, they they feel scared or nervous or like there's something here and I don't know what to do with it, you know, just first of all asking for yourself to be sort of protected and surrounded in kind of you know any sort of light, and then just set the just say out loud. You don't even have to address anyone in particular. Just say, if, you know, whatever's here, whatever kind of spirit energy, you do not have permission to communicate with me. You do not have permission to. Merge with my energy in Mm -hmm. any way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, please, please move, please move on, or please leave me alone, or please Mm -hmm. step back. Um, So, yeah, it's it's it, but we're not taught. Nobody talks about this. Yeah.
1: So, one of the reasons that we are moving to Denver is because when I was with you there, we, I don't even know what you call us, you can explain it, but there are like lines where you, will thrive and are meant to be. And then lines that are very clearly not for you uh, geographically. So Denver, Austin, and LA were very clear lines for me. And it was like, my time up is in LA. Mm -hmm. I've always been called to Austin and I've loved Denver for so long. And it was just a... It just solidified my need to be there, yeah. and this knowing of energetically that mm-hmm. felt right for me. Yeah, what is that?
0: Yeah, so it's called astrocartography, and I just kind of do it for fun. Um, <laughs> I'm not an astrologer; I just think it's really cool. I'm like, oh, okay, your Venus line is over <laughs> yeah. like you know Germany, and yeah. you should, that's where. Anyway, it's just fun, but um. But yeah, it kind of gives us an idea of energetically across the world based on the planetary alignments. Um, I can't remember what, what, what line crossed through Denver for you. It was something fortuitous, like mm-hmm. Jupiter or Venus or something beautiful, which is always just like an ascending um, Venus line or something like that. It looked, it was like beautiful. I was like, oh my goodness. And then you bought a house a couple months later. Yeah. So yeah, it's astro cartography and you can you can look this up. It's, it's a little bit complicated. I would recommend getting someone to actually professionally kind of read your astro chart, but it just shows us basically based on... Our sort of planetary um, alignment, where are places in the world that we are going to feel uh, organized or creative or in love or prosperous or, you know, um, based on what the planetary alignment is. So, you know, if we're on a Jupiter line somewhere, we're going to feel really lucky and in alignment and happy and um you know we're we're abundant and we're just getting all these opportunities that are just showing up at our doorstep and things like that. It's really cool. I've got a I've got a Jupiter line through LA so I just California. So I just love being here. Mm-hmm. It's just like happy and yeah like just light vibes. So yeah it's really neat. Um, you can you can pull it up anywhere online and you can kind of see. And that's the thing too. Some people are like, oh you know, I love Chicago, or some people are like, I hate Chicago, or you know, I love Florida, and some people don't like it at all. It's, mm-hmm. There's a reason
1: for that. Yeah. It's
0: based on what is sort of you know what is um, aligning in your energy field in a certain specific place.
1: So the interesting thing about when you did that yeah. so right before that is when Connor and I were in Costa Rica yeah. and I was supposed to go to Peru for a week yes. on another retreat yeah. straight from there mm-hmm. and I backed out last minute mm-hmm. and I I had this intuitive feeling yep. like something bad is going to happen there mm-hmm. I can't go mm-hmm. I canceled the entire trip yeah. 2 days before mm-hmm. I was supposed to go yep. and I did not know what was going on and then I get home we get home There was a giant earthquake in Peru Mm -hmm. and my friends were there. Luckily, they were safe, but like everything was crumbling down in the middle of the Amazon. Mm -hmm. And then I'm with you a week or a month later Mm -hmm. and I have the darkest line line through Peru. It was like, that is not where you're meant to be. Yeah. And it was crazy because I felt that. Yeah. And even Connor and my mom both said they didn't say anything to me because they're like, this is her decision. Like, yes. let her be. We're not trying to control her. They mm-hmm. were both like, we did not feel good about mm-hmm. you going there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, this is wild. Yeah. And then you said that. And I was like, now i
0: Makes now sense. Now I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Just it was exactly. And that's, we can use that on whether that's travel or whether that's anything. There's, we're always getting kind of, you know, go here. Don't go here. Mm -hmm. This is not a... And that's one of the things that I would say is like, that's beautiful that you listen to your intuition in that situation because a lot of people don't do that. Well, I already booked the flight and I'm already there. I got the place. And it's like you could... We're just... It's inconvenient sometimes Mm -hmm. for us to listen to our intuition or we make it inconvenient. Mm -hmm. because like, oh, well, I got to change that. Or, you know, I can't drive to see my friend and I have to cancel on her again. And then, you know, you get in a... Car accident on your way there, so mm-hmm. it's like that's one of the things I teach people is that your intuition is not inconvenient; it's trying to communicate with you to not only protect you, but also put make sure that you're in the places that you need to be at the times that you need to be there, yeah. or that you're in the energy of people who is going to add to you, not deplete you. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's it's like yes, yeah, it's, it's a convenient thing; it's trying to help you, yeah. and it's like oh, I got to cancel the flight, and I got to do this, and I got to cha- like cancel my Airbnb, and it's like sometimes that's worth it I have this the story of my dad my dad's super intuitive too mm. like I remember when I was a kid and he would just be like oh I just got the goosebumps like he's just he's so tuned in that's where I get it from he's a Pisces so he's like he's all good <laughs> um but uh he um he's weird and he loves skydiving and so he skydived a bunch when he was when he was younger and um he had this one experience where he went up in the plane and he had his parachute on this was back when you didn't have to skydive with someone. You just did it solo. And he had the worst feeling. He was like, something's wrong with my parachute. There's something not right. And he went up anyway, and he jumped anyway, and his parachute malfunctioned. So he pulled the backup like just in time. Oh my God. Just in time. But I was like, you know, and then he was like, I've never not listened to it. After that point, I always listened always, no matter if it was the most annoying thing in the world. He said, I would be like an hour into my drive and realize that I left, you know, the the oven on and I would drive all the way back to make sure. Drive. Like he just, he's like, wow. he's like, I don't ignore it. And that's, you know, sometimes it's not easy to discern, but I would just say, you know, when we listen and when we don't ignore it, it's like, it's protecting us. It's keeping us safe, but it's also making sure that we are aligning with the right people and opportunities and experiences mm-hmm. as well.
1: Oh, yeah. My yeah. Crazy. Thank God he pulled the fucking back up. I
0: know. <laughs> I know. It's
1: like, it's, oh, yeah. that's terrible. I know. It gives me heart palpitations. Yeah, seriously. Just about it. I like have anxiety. <laughs> for yeah, I know. Out. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. Um, Okay, so we're going to do a mini reading. Yes, yes. So everyone can know what it's like to work with you. Yeah. And you are booked out through December because you're a fucking badass mm-hmm. boss lady. Um, and I'll link to everything so where people can book with you and do all of that. So if you guys want to work with M, you have to yeah. get in on that now yes. so you can book with her end of December, <laughs> January. Um, but we're going to do this because yeah. this just so special.
0: Yeah, we'll just see where it goes. I'll just okay. kind of open up and, you know, it's, it's, in, it's always interesting to see what comes through because I'm just sort of... Basically, opening up to any sort of information. I mean, the one thing that I do have to tell you is, um, and and I mean, you pass this on to your mom too. Is uh, yesterday? I meant to tell you this yesterday, but I thought I'd save it for here. Yeah. <laughs> yesterday, when you were um, when you were sitting and you were just opening up for your event. Grandma was standing behind you. Oh my God. I'm um, um, standing behind you and reciting prayer. Um, also, like almost like she was reciting or praying or things like that. Did she have the rose? Like, did she, did she do the yeah. rosary? Yeah, she was holding her hands like this with her rosary and reciting oh prayers as she was behind you and like touching on your shoulder. I was watching her. She looks very similar to your mom. Yeah, like yeah. they look mm-hmm. very similar. But, but, like, but heads a little Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, um anyway. So she so she just wanted wanted you to know that she was there, that she was mm. present. Um she was like standing right behind actually right behind you and Connor was very beautiful. Mm. Even the the one picture that I took, she was there. She
1: told me that she sent him to me. Yeah. Like I have doubted us a few times, yeah. and even in my journaling, and she will come through and channel and be like, mm-hmm. I sent him to yep. you on purpose. Yeah, stop doubting my work. Yes. I'm like
0: fuck. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah. She's like she's validating that. She's like, Absolutely, <laughs> I did, absolutely. So um, so that's one thing I wanted to. Share there now. Let's just see where they want. I want to go. I mean, your your guys are kind of like. There's a lot of. There's a lot of. I mean, this makes sense because of your amazing event yesterday. But there's a lot of sort of um, congratulating, a lot of celebration sort of energy. Like there's a lot of big things that are about to kind of start popping off in the mm-hmm. next couple of months, and it's sort of initiated by this decision that you made to move, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's like this is. It's also what what this also looks like for you is. Kind of a, it's a, it's a, it's something that you, ha, this, this decision to move also is something that you have wanted to do for a long time, mm-hmm. but pushed it off for a long time, you know, push it off or push it off or I'll do it one day or do it one day. And now you guys are both in the perfect position where this is really where you're starting your, lives together mm-hmm. and and it's so exciting and I do and I do want to acknowledge too because you know the, this this is one thing that I when I the first one of the first readings that I ever did for you it was like oh wow your your spirit baby, like as soon as you got you and Connor got together they were like oh my god like we're ready like can we come you know this is it time mm-hmm. so that's the one thing is like with this with this move that is like they're yeah it's like that won't be long oh, I'm just saying
1: oh. can I tell you okay first of all he won't <laughs> Stop bringing it up. (laughs) Yeah. He talks about it more than I do. Yeah. So we have to do IVF. Yeah. And the top fertility clinic that I found before we did this whole move thing is in Denver. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect.
0: Yeah. So you're in the right place. Yeah. Exactly. Like that's that was kind of always like where you were supposed to initiate and begin mm-hmm. your your life together and mm-hmm. begin your life just as and it's going to be so restorative for you. Like they just show me so restorative for your nervous system. Mm-hmm. Um, such a beautiful place to hold and, and and carry a child. They're so happy that um that 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 is where you're going to be carrying that the, these these babies. I mean, there's two. Um, there there's there's two, and they're 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 quite they're quite they're quite strong, and you know yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so it's always it's always fun there's two there's actually oh it's fun there's actually there's two who are kind of like really really um really there's two spirit babies who are really present they're both boys um there's they're both boys or two boys oh
1: god uh, i know <laughs> i know
0: uh, but the, but then there is a third there is a, there's a choice a conscious choice there for you for a third that is a girl um there so so there's the there's the there's the three but but yeah it, it won't be it'll be like pretty pretty, pretty immediate. Like they're like kind of jumping at the bit, like ready, ready to come here too. Yeah. And, and, and your grandmother too, she's like, she's ready to send them off. Too. Oh she's God. like, okay, here we go. Like, you know, <laughs> on we go um, there. So yeah, they just show that that is really kind of the, the place that your nervous system is supposed to be in. Like that's where you can kind of get the reset and get the restoration. And, um, you know, it will actually just kind of amplify and accelerate and continue to move this deep kind of healing experience that you that you've been on Um, and it'll just sort of allow you to relax uh, which is beautiful there Um, let's just see what else here just trying to see where else I want to go Uh, yeah it's Oh just like I'm just kind of moving forward the energy just kind of over the next couple months and just seeing how gradually it's you know what it looks like they're showing me kind of your energy here almost like unwinding and if you've you like you already have been yeah but this this experience is like just going to you're you're like fully unwound so they mm. they literally show this like this image of your your energy body with still like you've been working at the knots. Like almost like you've been working to untie the knots. You've been kind of um, you know over over a, a long period of time, and you, they do show me that you just untied a big knot, yeah in your in your in your energy field, kind of in 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 this area here in the lower sort of in the lower shot, in the lower
1: abdomen, like a huge girl. I have had diarrhea for yeah. two straight weeks. Yes, like so much anxiety and yeah. like but like up leveling anxiety. Yeah. So yeah, the the we bought the house yeah. the same week of the event. Yeah. And we've gone through this therapy program together, yeah. which almost blew us completely yeah. up, yeah. but actually was the most amazing blessing ever. And I have been telling Connor, mm. I know that all of these things happen, had to happen at the yeah. same time yeah. because everything is moving forward together. Yes. It couldn't be like just career or just relationship. Mm-hmm. It had to be all of it. The same thing. So field. crazy. Yeah. That's yeah.
0: how I feel. Yeah. Absolutely. Like you just, and that's a, that's a nice thing too. Like one of the things that they want to kind of reassure you on is number one, just um, kind of Congrat again like lots of congratulations like just like lots of appreciation and lots of like thank you for doing that and working with that and getting that done in the time frame because you don't waste any time and that's what they love mm. they're like once you committed you're you you haven't wasted any time you're like okay what's the next kind of thing where can we go here but the thing that they're trying to say is is now it's going to in just I mean healing never ends of course but but it's going to start tapering tapering off in mm. a way where just think you can kind of like I just see you like Falling into a couch and like and being able to unwind and fully just kind of enjoy the experience. Mm. Um, and again, it, like it doesn't end, but but it's they do show me that it's going to start tapering off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Where you did a lot of concentrated work in a short period of time. Yeah, where you know some people take their entire lifetime to do the amount of work that you've done in, you know, less than a year. Mm -hmm. And so you went into it and you showed up for yourself 100% in that period of time. And now it's like, they're like, okay, now she gets to like really kind of enjoy her life and Mm -hmm. and her experience. And not that you're not, but just in the way where this is this is good. I'm relaxed. Mm-hmm. I feel safe. I know that, and that's that's actually that's one thing too. Is you know one of the things that they show me too is even in in your experience, or this is maybe heightened this for you, or this is this also feels sort of like a a, a long standing thing is kind of scanning the horizon for the next sort of thing, mm-hmm. or kind of trying to you know to feel it out like what's next or what is the next thing that I'm going to have to transmute or work with or you know move around, and they actually show me like you turning off. Your thing—that's like scanning the horizon for the next thing, Whoa. like turning off your sensor uh. almost, so you don't have to kind of anticipate that anymore. You can mm. actually just relax into the your experience mm. and enjoy it, which is what the, which is what they want. So that's so cool. Um, so it'll definitely start. It'll start tapering off, and it's exciting. Like, and, and it's going to start feeling more. I think. I think one thing that I would say too is it's going to start your your entire experience and relationship and you know whatever it is, is it's going to start feeling more? Yeah and, and the, the kind of the, the scanning mechanism relaxes and it knows that it's safe and it's comfortable mm-hmm. and, it's, and it's safe for me to kind of look forward and see what's next.
1: So So good. Oh, (laughs) thank you for that. You're so welcome. That's amazing. You're so talented. (laughs) I appreciate you. And I'm so glad we finally got to do this conversation. It's in person, too. And thank you for freaking flying to LA from Toronto and being such an incredible friend and cheerleader. And I. Honestly, I'm just honored to know you and to have you in my life. It means a lot to me. Kelly, you're amazing. I'd fly anywhere in the world for you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. You're like doing an event in Australia.
0: Like, I'll be there. Which, what's we the, should
1: what? do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's, what's the flight? I'll be there. Exactly. Tell me when. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you, I'm...
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.